Welcome to the Social for Brokers podcast with me, your host, Chris Target. This podcast is for mortgage brokers and estate agents who are looking to grow their online presence through social media. I'll share tips, best practices, and useful tools that will help you save time and ultimately expand your business. Welcome to the Social for Brokers podcast. Today, I have with me Robert McGarry from Syndio, who specializes in helping individuals in the financial services industry communicate with their clients digitally. That is quite a bit of a mouthful, so I'm going to break it down because it's something that I've looked at before this call, and it's a really interesting bit of software, and it's actually been used by one of our clients and people that we've had on the podcast before, The Mortgage Hut, so we're going to get into it. If you're not sure what it is or what they do, it includes artificial intelligence, conversational technology. So what that is, or part of it, and Robert will, will dip into this, is when you go onto a website and you almost see that pop up on the right-hand side of somebody that you can have a conversation with, at the very basic level, it's that. But there's so much more to which Robert's going to speak to us about. These kind of things are huge at the minute, and this is exactly why I wanted to get Robert on here, because it can convert your website visitors into leads, and a lot of things, a lot of mortgage brokers at the moment are looking for more ways to generate leads because we know the purchase market has quietened up. So anything that can give you a bit of an insight into that industry, we thought we'd uh, we'd bring Robert in onto the podcast to have a chat about that. So Robert, thank you so much for coming on. How are you doing? I'm very well, thanks, and have, thanks for having me. It's uh, that's all right. To talk to you and meet you and meet all of your customers as well and clients. It's very, it's uh, it's good to do that. It's good to talk. Yeah, good to good to good to speak about this company that I hadn't heard of before I started speaking to Chris and Nicola at the Mortgage Hut. Yeah. Um, and it's nice to have a different accent on the podcast because <laughs> I'm getting fed up with the English one. To be honest with you, <laughs> well, this is a different accent. No doubt. <laughs> so, are you guys based in based in Northern Ireland? Yeah, where I'm speaking to you from from the centre of Belfast, uh, and uh, okay. our workforce are largely Northern Irish based. We do have some people in other parts of the world, but the company is a Northern Irish uh, organization, yeah. So we've been going since 2018, growing and getting bigger and more, we're recruiting all the time. We have, we've expanded quite significantly from those small beginnings into, into the side of the company we are now. Yeah. And how many, what's the size of the company now? How many staff? I would say we're probably about 25 all told one way or oh, another. Oh wow, quite a big one then, yeah. So we do we do uh, lots of business. Um, and whilst we are talking today specifically about our business around mortgage brokerages, um, we do business for large financial and retail organisations, and we provide other services as well as the one we're going to talk about today. So not everybody is involved in in in, in what we're talking about, but we are mm-hmm. we have we've got we've got a lot a number of people who can who can who can move between two sides of the business. Sure. And that's and it'd be interesting to talk about how you got into that niche, um, because niche is a word that's thrown about a lot in the mortgage industry, that you should pick your niche and kind of go in on it. But we'll talk about that shortly. Now, before the podcast started, I said to Robert, I said, talk to me as if I know nothing about this. Now, I, I think I am quite tech savvy. I know what goes on, but some terminology that's used in the tech space can be quite daunting. So if you can just strip it all back for us and tell us exactly what Cindio does and how you've helped mortgage brokers in the past. Right. Okay. So I mean, your, your initial introduction about, uh, about a, 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 a feature that occurs on a website 
which when you click allows you to interact with, is a very good starting point. And in fact, I would say most businesses will be thinking about that whenever they, they hear me talk, they're thinking about the small blue circle at the bottom right hand corner of their website, which whenever you click starts into a like, do you want to talk to us? Mm-hmm. And that can also have a, <clears throat> a flag before that, which encourages you to come to it. So that that's that's where we start. And that's the simplest way of thinking about what we do. But that's not just what we do. Um, okay. so, so, so typically that would be a, a chatbot, either a chatbot or a live chat. So it's a piece of technology in the case of a chatbot or um, a person maybe who's picking up the call if it's a live chat. And the, the purpose of that on the website is to get sufficient information from you to, um, to be able to call you a lead and then pass mm-hmm. that lead back into your organization. That's the base functionality. Um, and what we do is um, we do that as part of a, a bot. We use uh, artificial intelligence mm-hmm. to run the conversation. And so we're trying to make that experience we don't want to pretend to be a live person because that would be passing off, but we want to be able to provide you with um, an experience that feels like a live person. So mm-hmm. if you if you as a customer get the information in the way that you want without, um, without having to ask the question several times or, or to have to re- rephrase the question several ways, and we can understand it and answer you. It doesn't really matter whether it's a machine or a person that's answering. As long as you get the answer, you'll be happy. That's mm-hmm. a good customer experience. And we, we do it in a number of different ways. I'm talking about, uh, you've, in fact, you've mentioned artificial intelligence. So our artificial intelligence allows us to do two different modes of conversation. So one is what we call directed uh, chat, which is where you're prompted with a number of, it comes, you're effectively a menu option. Which you can right. And that's, that's pretty good. I mean, it's a good way of moving you through a conversation. But also you may want to talk. So if, if you want to just use natural understanding, and type your questions in, then we can interpret those and then give you an appropriate response. So a typical way of thinking of the two of them is you might come onto a chat and say, can you tell me something about um, how you uh, deal with people who maybe have got a bad credit history? And -hmm. you can then provide your standard company response to that. You might ask about how long will it take me to get a mortgage or what are your mortgage rates? All of those sorts of things. We can handle all of those in a conversation. And whenever the conversation has got to a, a particular point, then we can quite quickly start and, and, and um, smoothly move you into like getting your contact details so that you are uh, a lead. And then we can pass that information on to the, the organization. So that ability to mix, um, uh, so open, open conversation, sort of conversational um, responses, and then move you into a, a lead capture process is something that we are, uh, we have designed our technology to do. Mm-hmm. So before we go into the next part, because you, you talked about something really interesting before the podcast started about different parts of the website. But before we get into that, that that AI, I'm glad that you said you don't want it to be human because that really frustrates me. If I visit a website and I know I'm talking to a computer that's pretending to be a human, I don't like that because it's almost, it's, it's, it's almost a lie, isn't it? That's that's how I see it. Whereas what I like you said is you, these people know that they're speaking to AI and it's just a set of menus that can guide them through the conversation. What I like that you said is you, you make sure that you then want to turn them, not only a website visitor or somebody asking a question, you want to turn them into a, partic- into a lead. 
And yes. the only way you do that is by getting their contact information. Yes, yes. So, so you can you can think about it. Um, uh, what we do is providing two types of function. There, one is to answer questions. So you may get telephone calls to your or emails to your business, and you're continually responding. So we can handle all of those queries. So we do that, and then in call in call center technology that would be called call diversion. So we're picking mm -hmm. up the stuff which is not 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 a waste of time, but is just people wanting information. And you can provide them with all the information and they'll be happy about the fact they got that from you. Mm -hmm. uh, and then to be able to turn that conversation into a lead, just, just as you said, that's, those are, that's exactly our, our uh, approach. And if you think, um, and you, you, again, you, you reminded me that as well as having a bottom in the bottom right, a button, a button in the bottom right-hand corner, you could actually have the access or um, the involvement involving the chat from anywhere in your website it could be mm -hmm. a call to action it could be a menu item it could be on several different pages and it could initiate the chat differently depending on where it's where it is called from so that ability to to attract you into the chat um is they like is part one of our job uh, and we have two two sides of that one is we are um, we're trying to get you onto the chat so we will use all sorts of techniques as i just described to get you involved in the chat but once we get you into the chat it's a question of keeping you there um, uh, until you give us sufficient information for us to call you a lead. So those those two um, uh, approaches or, or two phases to what we do um, allow us to get a very good conversion rate from the number of people who, who visit your so, site who become a lead. So the people that, and tell me if this is what you do, because this sounds really interesting. If they were on, on your website, they were on the mortgages page and they were on the first time buyers section, they could almost press a button that says speak to somebody about a first time buy a mortgage and it almost like pre-populates the message that can be sent through this chat that's right then we probably qualified a little bit more after that but yes yeah absolutely we would take you down and depending on whether or not you're looking for a first time mortgage or a remortgage or a buy to let the questions we ask are different because mm -hmm. you want to know some slightly different things so it, it will take you down what we call an, an intent to, to, to get you the, uh, the right information. We get to get the right information from you so that we can pass it on to the broker to have the proper conversation whenever they call you back. And when you think about as a website, a website's running 24-7, isn't it? Yes. So yeah. you've got to, th this This is where I find it really interesting that you're not going to miss anybody because you've it's 24-7 it's running, isn't it? Yeah, and I think that's, that's a key point. Um, and um, what we are doing, it's our, our one of our philosophies was to be there um, at the time your customers, not only at the time, but in the way that your customers want to communicate you, with you. Mm -hmm. So you are open between nine to five or nine to six, whatever it is, but that's not the only times your customers might want to talk to you. And I would say we probably get about half of our leads out of ours. Um, uh, oh, okay, wow, 50%. About that, about that. Some, some yeah. organizations are... are, are or slightly less than that, some slightly more. Um, and that's that's because people sort of an evening sitting in front of the TV, you know, they've been out all day working and they're perusing the website and then they, oh, I wonder, I wonder can I get a mortgage for that? Then they come on and our, our bot is able to give them, I would say, most of the information they need to satisfy their, their interest and, and to at least create themselves as a, a lead for you. Mm. And that's, that's, I think, a big thing. So it's 24-7. It's um, is um, so we could be there at any time of the day or night, obviously, but also the channels that people use. So it's not just a web chat. I mean, they could also contact you using Facebook Messenger. 
if you've got Facebook presence or um, Viber, if you use that, or WhatsApp, if you use that. So it's kind of being, being there at the in the right place at the right time so your customers can talk to you. Yeah, so making sure that all channels are open. Yes. And that's a big thing for us as well. We say to people, social media posts don't just appear between the, the hours of nine mm -hmm. and five. Yes. When people are scrolling on social media, yes. they can see that you're talking about mortgages yes. without you having to actually speak to them on the phone. Exactly. And that's a very simple way of looking at it. Do you have any interaction, sorry, integration between the website and their social media with some of your mortgage clients? Well, well, I think the easiest one to think about is, is Facebook because most people are familiar with that. So you're absolutely right. If somebody was on, on, on your Facebook site and they were scrolling and they saw, saw a product that they were particularly interested in, a mortgage offer, then um, normally what they might do is they might send you an email or you might send them to fill in a form with, we'd be interested in that and we'll get back to you. Um, that, that's pretty standard. But what we could do then is if you then click to the Facebook Messenger button on their website, then they would start a conversation with, with our AI. So you can ask it questions. Uh, we would respond on your Facebook Messenger while you're on Facebook. Um, and then okay. take all the information. You know, once, once, we, once we'd sorted out that you're interested in this particular offer, then we could create that as a lead. And then we would tell them, well, okay, thank you very much for that information. Um, one of our advisors will be back to you shortly, um, either the next morning or Monday morning if it's over the weekend. So that ability to interact with with Facebook posts, whatever you're on Facebook, um, is, is is I think what you're asking me. And yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Because, or or if you have it on your Facebook or your own web or website, we can do it in a similar way as well. Yeah, I just think it's very people are very familiar with social media because we use it pretty much every day. So it's a great way to start a conversation, to start it through Facebook, but yeah. use your AI tools to be able to carry on that conversation going. Yes. And it was interesting. I was reading your social media stats and they reckon that one in 10 agent interactions will be automated by 2026. Yes. 10% so of all companies are going to have a bot speaking to them instead of a human. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely the way... The way things are going uh, in, in all manner of industries, you know, and it's it's it's. Um, I mean, our, our background was originally in voice um, and okay. ours, so that, that's we and we we realised that even then, even sort of ten years ago, we could see the growing non-voice um, the channels becoming important. Yeah, and, and that's just been a trend um, that we have seen continue to grow. And that statistic that you you've you've cast out there, we we're starting to see that coming coming now you know it's definitely mm -hmm. it's, it's not necessarily all Co covid's fast forwarded that hasn't it because you don't need more staff to run those things so let's talk about another platform another social media platform and a lot of people probably don't think this is a social media platform but whatsapp is classed as a social media platform how do you guys integrate whatsapp with your services and how can it help brokers okay that's that's uh and I saw, so if you can imagine um, you uh, on your phone sitting in front of the television and you um, type in you know, the, the name of a mortgage broker that you, you've seen advertised or you follow a link and it brings you to their web page, which is rendered on your mobile phone. In the bottom right hand corner of that, you could have a WhatsApp button. Mm -hmm. Whenever you press that WhatsApp button, it'll kick you into the WhatsApp app and you can ask in the similar way as I was talking about the web chat button, it now acts yeah. like that. And you can do okay. all the same things. So that if you like, the AI is now sitting behind WhatsApp 
uh, ah, and, right. and behaving in the same way as the AI would behind, um, like I just described on Facebook or on, on the website. So you can do the same thing. You can ask it questions about the type of mortgages, um, you know, times, all, all of that. And then it will also then take you through uh, uh, a lead capture, depending on the type of product you're interested in. Now, that's, so, that's, so it does exactly the same thing. But the big, big, big advantage for us is that on a website, if you've entered a web chat and you've moved away from the website, you're gone. Mm. The only thing you have is whatever you've left behind you. So it might mm -hmm. be a telephone number or it could be an email. But if you've communicated uh, with a mortgage brokerage using WhatsApp, then that mortgage brokerage can go back to you mm -hmm. at any time. And it will just be as if a friend is calling you, you know, and so you've yeah. got, you've got, it's persistent is the important thing. Like Facebook, it's persistent. You have their, um, their WhatsApp address. You can call them um, at any, or message them at any point after the conversation. You're not in the mad rush to get them before they leave the website. You're not trying to get them on the telephone or trying to get them to come back to an email. You have them on WhatsApp. And the glorious thing about WhatsApp is that you can tell when they've read your message. You, can, <laughs> you don't have to worry about that they get that. And which mm -hmm. is and it's also brilliant for being able to um, attach documents and, um, and scans of documents. So you can go mm -hmm. back and say, I didn't quite get the, or I should have asked you for, you wouldn't scan that for us. I mean, there's all sorts of other things. It's encrypted, so you, you're you're safe and secure with it. But and from from a business point of view, because we're using WhatsApp for business, mm -hmm. any interaction that your business has with a particular client is recorded. It's there. So if for compliance purposes, or even just to go back and check to see what somebody told you or what you've told yeah. them, then you can go back and you can check through the conversation and see what not only what you have said, but maybe one of your brokers has said on your behalf. So that ability, and that's why we think WhatsApp is... is, is it's fantastic, fantastic, isn't it? And WhatsApp desktop as well. I know it's nothing to do with your software, but WhatsApp desktop is one of the biggest things that, that's changed a lot of industries over the last few years. Yes. Being able to type out messages is a is a huge thing. And creating groups for people yeah. that have mortgages, husband and wife, that Absolutely. you're no longer relying on them speaking to each other at night. You yeah. can you can update them both at the same time. One thing I was going to say about WhatsApp is can you preset the questions? So say if you took on a new client mm -hmm. and um, for example, they your new client calls them agreement in principles, not decision in principles. Can you tailor the responses in this AI chat or is it set? Um, no, no, it's com it's completely tailorable. Um okay. uh, you uh so what we would tend to do is we would watch how the conversations are going uh, and then tweak the model so that it was um, it responded more appropriately. So if, if we discovered that there was a, a set of responses which weren't maybe eliciting the, the right replies or sorry, mm. a set of questions weren't eliciting the right responses, then we can change that and change the wording. Uh, and if we discover that there are people looking for something different um, from, the, from the conversation that we have originally set it up for, we can make that change incredibly simply. Either we can do that at Sendeo or uh, somebody in the mortgage um, company can do that for themselves. So it's not a, it's not a complicated so it's fluid, thing. So it's something that can yeah. be changed. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I saw something on your socials, the WhatsApps. Are they stored all in one like dashboard that you have? So that's, that's another good point. All of the channels I've just mentioned there, um, uh, web chat, Facebook, WhatsApp, Viber, Messenger, all, all of those. So we mm -hmm. have the ability to... Um, 
access them from a single um like a not a dashboard is such more like a like a user inbox where they can see all the feeds so you can see all the, if i were if I, if I robert mcgarry was coming on his whatsapp and then all on his sms and then on his um uh, web chat you would see all of my conversations in your inbox okay. and you could then you could see them that way you don't have to keep logging into different applications to to manage the different chats or the different platforms so that all in one place is is a key feature for us absolutely that's really useful and yeah. what results have your mortgage broker seen that you've worked with can you give us any examples of people that you've worked with in the past well you will you've, you've mentioned um the, the mortgage hub um mm-hmm. and they um they were very uh, interactive in how they um and visionary and how they wanted to use our technology and they were able to get really quite i think really quite impressive um, results um mm-hmm. from uh, from what we were doing they were you know even just in in a one period and i can't remember was it the first 30 days or the second 30 days they they managed to generate um sort of almost over 200 odd leads um from, wow. from in, a, in a in a month um I would say also that um, they were getting well over half of their leads generated out of our effects. And from memory, it was 54% they were getting um, out of our, so that, for that, that was business they would maybe not have got previously or would have mm-hmm. a, appeared maybe as a cooler lead than what we were able to, to present to them. And, and there are, because, because we're using AI to do this and not a live person sitting um, typing in all hours of the night, it's it's a it's considerably less expensive. Let's put it that way. Than, than, yeah, than, than having work. a member of staff to <laughs> to reply to them. Yeah, you can. Exactly. It's yeah. yes, it is. And um, what you need to do is you need to drive people you to your website to be able to turn them into. And exactly. obviously, the mortgage are doing a lot of SEO to be able to push them to that. Um, but those people that are on there, it's for me from the outside in, not being a mortgage broker, and I've got no affiliation with Cindio at all. But seeing this is a way that can not only start a conversation with somebody that's on your website, but also maintain that conversation and convert it into a lead instead of just letting them browse through your website. Oh, completely, completely. I mean, um, and I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily say that this is the only way that you allow people on your website to talk to you, but it is a very effective way. I mean, you can mm-hmm. still have forums, you can still have you know, contact me, um, emails sent. You can do all of that. It all still works. And this is just maybe an approach that works for a demographic that likes using so or is more yeah. used to social uh, social media. Um, but from our from our perspective, the the engagement is a lot more um, is, is a lot more complete. It's a lot more sticky. So mm-hmm. you're you're yes, you're not wandering off the website and going off and doing something else. And once you start the chat, we hope. That throughout the chat that, that we're able to answer all of your questions and keep you within the conversation until you give us sufficient information for us to call a lead. So you're not wandering away. And we call that containment in our mm-hmm. talk. So our in our speaks, so we've been able to, once you've got them into the chat, contain them by making sure you're answering all of their questions and responding to uh, the answers they give in an appropriate way that keeps them engaged in the conversation. Awesome. So Here's a question for you. Where do you think AI is taking this industry next? What what do you foresee in the future for this? Right, okay. So I can see that um, for, well, I think I think there are a number of different uh, approaches. That, uh, but I would say that businesses um, will, 
they will have to ad adapt to a changing mm -hmm. demographic because it's not all um, 30 somethings and 40 somethings buying houses mm -hmm. now. You hope there are people who have grown up with social media, who have grown up with, with TikTok, and that's how they speak to their friends and their family. And I think that businesses will have to learn to do the same thing. And um, mm -hmm. it's not particularly unusual for for um, for uh, Generation Z to be doing quite significant pieces of of, of personal transacting uh, and then also business transacting over over the likes of WhatsApp and and Facebook and 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 TikTok and all of the other um, uh, popular uh, it's, platforms. It's a very good point. I I honestly think you will start to have clients that are, say, mid-20s, and I don't know which generation that is. I always get confused with the, the Gen Z, Gen X, whatever it may be. But there will be people that will do mortgage without picking up the phone yeah. because they can verify their ID online. Yeah. They can send you their bank statements. They've got open banking. They can send everything through to you, and there'll be no interaction whatsoever. And that's not a bad thing. That's just how that group or that particular person likes to communicate with somebody. Well, that, that's it. And I think that's that's the advantage uh, that you, you don't close down all channels and become solely digital. But yeah, but but the growing, as you, as you mentioned, the one in 10 um, uh, in, in a couple of years will be doing it that way. So you've got to, I think, be there. Otherwise, they just go past you and, and find somebody who does. Mm -hmm. That's it. And you've got then got to think it's not just the age, because I love this AI, tech, AI, AI conversation. It's it's how people that used to do things by phone and face-to-face -face, now find it so much easier to do it over text or WhatsApp. Because if you think a nurse that works nights, then they've never, they've neither got the time or the inclination after a 12 hour shift yeah. to pick up the phone to a mortgage broker and talk to them about rates. Yeah. Send it all through on WhatsApp for me. I'll do it when I wake up, when I'm on my way to work or I'm having a break and yeah. I don't have to speak to anyone. I'm worried about getting to the next family do, looking after the kids, getting to work. Yes, no, I completely agree. I think you've hit, you the, nail, hit the nail on the head there. The, the sort of um, the idea that you'd have to actually sit down in an office and call somebody and then have a, a probably quite an intense conversation uh, while if, whenever there's ever so much going on in your life. I mean, I can't see many people doing that and certainly not yeah. younger people or as you described, people on the move who are just like, here's, answer me this question. I'll get back to that whenever I can get back to it. And that exactly. is... That is that is the beauty, and I think that's the like it's not it's not it's almost not in real time. It's 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 mm -hmm. out of sequence, you know. It's, it's it's asynchronous, so you can do it that way. No, for no, for sure, definitely that's yeah. the thing. No, it's been really interesting talking to you, Rob. It's um, it's really interesting to see not only how that product can help, but like the future of this industry and how it can help. Is there anything that you guys can help mortgage brokers with at the moment in terms of lead generation that you want to mention? Well, I, I would say that the the, the key thing is to think about where your customers are likely to be coming from and who they are. And, uh, and as we mentioned, if they are sort of becoming more young as, as time goes on, then I think you yeah. need to think about how they communicate. Uh, and, uh, and, and I think there, there, are, there are definitely people in the business who think that the, their customers have to hear the tone of their voice to be able to buy from them. And I don't think that's the way things are going. I think people are prepared to buy, as you said, without ever speaking to anybody. Mm -hmm. And you will have to accommodate those, those, those potential customers, or they'll find somebody else who will treat them like the way they want to be treated. Yeah. 
Very good point. As a thank you, we'd like to make a £10 donation to a charity of your choice. Um, which charity did you want to make the donation to? So I would like you to make the donation to the My Name's Dotty um, charity. Um, it's for motor neuron disease research. Okay. Um, you, know, probably, you may have seen recently, uh, he, was a fa- he was quite a famous um, Scottish rugby player who had contracted motor neuron disease about five years ago and died uh, earlier on this uh, earlier on last month. And um, it's a, a charity which is, I mean, I'm an ex-rugby player, uh, it's a charity which is close to uh, my heart and, and and many others in, in this game. Mm-hmm. And if that would be possible, that would That's be fantastic. Great. Yep, great. We will make that donation for you, no problem at all. Mm-hmm. And the best place for people to get in touch with you, Robert, where's the best place? So our website is um, www.sundeo.cx. Get us there. You'll find the chat button, obviously. Um, or if you want to speak to me, it's robert at sundeo.cx and you can speak directly to me that way. Yeah, check them out. Sundeo, I really like what you guys are doing. And as you said, it's only the beginning, isn't it? It can only get bigger. Yeah, okay. Fantastic. Thank you so much for coming Thank on, Robert. Just... I really appreciate it. Thank you. Cool. Cheers. So thank you very much for listening. If you feel this podcast brought you any value at all, I'd be extremely grateful if you could leave me a review on the podcast, little five stars, and subscribe to keep you up to date with all future episodes. We can also connect on social, so you can get me on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn, all with the handle Social for Brokers. Look forward to hearing from you and connecting with you all.